Hello, everybody. We are here with a quick word from our friends over at Newsly. Newsly is an audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time in history of the internet, the web becomes listenable. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling, start listening. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 40 countries, and our podcast, We Are Marvel, is there too. Download and use Newsly for free now from www.newsly.me or use the link in the description of this episode. To get a one-month free subscription, use the promo code MARVEL. That's www.newsly.me. And don't forget, let them know that we sent you there by using the promo code MARVEL. M-A-R-V-E-L. Hello, everybody, and welcome to We Are Marvel, where we explore all the corners of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And we are also the official podcast of the We Are Marvel Facebook group. I see your stupid <laughs> grin, <laughs> and it's just, it's not happening. But you know what you should do? Go check out the We Are Marvel Facebook group today, because we are your hosts, and my name is Justin. My name is Jeremy. And welcome to the show. Welcome, I, everyone. You know what you shouldn't have done is done that, you should have done that in show, like after I had already mm. done it. <laughs> You're right. Just and then played it over the mic. got me again. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you well, didn't because you're dumb. For next time, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it'll again, do it again. If, if everyone can help me remember one more yeah. time, please, and thank you. Yeah, uh, welcome to the show. Though we are here to kick off Phase Three. What? Yes, we're in it finally, but also so quick. Like, yeah, well, that's the thing. Phase One and Two is like a year's worth of content, as we found out, because it's twelve movies. That's how that right. math works. Yeah. This phase is 11 movies, so it's going to take us almost an entire year just to get through phase three. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. It'll be a good year, though. It's a great I mean, year. We're kicking it off with this? Yeah. Wow. The next one's Heck great. Yes. I mean, they're all... there's Phase two like had some stinkers, Thor the Dark World, but phase three is just hit after hit after hit, and I don't think there's really one clunker in the group. No. I mean, Ant-Man no. and the Wasp isn't the best movie, but it's still good. Yeah, yeah it is what it's supposed to be, a fun fun Ant-Man movie. Yeah, but we'll get to yeah. that in, like, October. <laughs> is it that long from now? I don't know. I was just okay. a guess. I, if close, though, I mean, like... Yeah, it is close. I might, It might actually be spot on, now that I think about it, because if there's 11 movies... Excuse me. This it came out in February. Thanks. It came out <laughs> just between. Just see. No, it is January think, when we're recording. I think so it'll be September because after Ant Man and the Wasp was Endgame. Okay. And then Spider Man. Right. Pretty sure. I don't have my yes. list, so I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I think that's right. So I think you're right. If Far From Home is November then it will be in September. That's how that works. That is how the months work. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's just say well, that's well, what happens, well and then you will find out in September. I was off by one. All right. Nerds. 
if I had thought about it, like it was just a guess. If I'd actually thought about it, I probably would hit September. Anyway, on to the show. <laughs> on to the show. Thank you. Jeez. But yeah, yeah, no, we're excited for you guys to be here. We're excited to talk about this movie. Yeah. Um, it's it is in the very top of my. I don't know if I can't say it's my top one. I don't think. Mm-hmm. But it is up there. And after watching it again, it was like, yeah, this could be the best one, but I don't know for sure if it is. But it is See, so good. And it's tough for me because, I mean, obviously, I'm a little biased and I'm a fan. But when I saw this initially, I was like, I loved it. But I was like, yeah. is this a Captain America movie? That's fair. I've heard that argument a lot. Yeah. Like, it's kind of Avengers 2.5. But then I went, you know, Cap is driving the story. If mm-hmm. not for what he does, then this movie doesn't happen. If he had just said, okay, I'll sign the Accords too, then Zemo would have done what Zemo did, and the Avengers would have taken him down together, and Bucky probably would have been fine, because Cap would have said, hey, look, I know we just signed the Accords, but I know this guy. Like We just yeah. did a whole movie together, and it was, <laughs> you know, he's good. <laughs> I vouch for him. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair. But, I don't know. Enough him and Han. Let's grab oh. a box of Icarus, settle in, <laughs> and talk some Civil War. He's still remembered. <laughs> uh, well played, sir. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, yeah. I put it in my notes, and I'm going to put uh, it in my notes all the time. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> That's the gift of remembering it later is is what makes it better. Not I think you read that's it off your notes. Yeah, of course. Obviously, you know, that's true, but counterpoint. <laughs> yes. I just put it in my notes for my next <laughs> episode. <laughs> 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 uh, all right. I well, want you to say to it know. too though. Well, okay. Well, I'll, like I'll I think it eventually. should be our one of our new catchphrases. <laughs> my <Just. laughs> my screw up of saying <laughs> I can't I'm having to concentrate so much to say it right now because I'm worried about saying it wrong to just solidify your point. <laughs> so my one mistake of saying Icarish instead of Icarus is now going to become our catchphrase. <laughs> I saw now I saw this coming. I just, That's how it okay. goes. If, I don't know. If, I mean, I guess if the people want it, they want it, right? And since oh, I'm man. the only person that remembers box of icarus it is box of it, it is yep mm-hmm. you know what even, hold on one sec i don't even actually keep, like keep okay i don't even really like licorice like in general i find it not that like i'll have like two and be fine oh you got some icarus right there i got Icarus right here yeah huh. my wife had a little icarus snack while she was working so that's not the box in here mm. i guess i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna have to reach out to red vines to see if they can mm. make that happen that'd be sweet I am. We are more of a Red Vines than a Twizzlers family here, or an Icarus family. So <laughs> obviously, obviously. <laughs> anyway, uh, Captain America: Civil War. Get that Icarus. Political involvement in the Avengers' affairs caused a rift between Captain America and Iron Man. Tagline, which I love, is "Divided we fall." Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I- I remember when this movie came out and it was it was it was all about whose side are you on? Like it, it was they did an amazing job of that. Yeah. And I don't know how much of that was PR and how much of that was just the fans. Mm-hmm. But it was such a good idea to just 
make this more than just a fun action movie, to make it more than that and have people talking about this after they leave the theaters for so many different reasons. Like, man, freaking brilliant. Another reason well, it's one of the greats. Yeah. Oh, and that's, I remember reading some interview with the directors or writers and they were like, the way we approached this and the way we kind of see this movie is like an emotional horror movie. Like, it really just toys with your emotions and, and mm-hmm. makes you feel it. And by the end of this movie, my heart was pounding. Because yeah. in the Civil War <laughs> comics, Cap dies at the end. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And it was like, okay, I know we're headed into Infinity War. I assume yeah. he's in that. But with all the wacky shit you could do, who knows? Maybe they are actually going to fucking kill him. So when Cap and Tony are fighting, I was like, oh, my God. Like, What's going to happen? Like, this is insane. Yeah. Yeah, and I have heart issues anyway, so that it didn't help. <laughs> it didn't. You aren't helping, guys. <laughs> You're helping. I mean, my, my boy's fine, but it was a rough road. Yeah. Uh, directed by the dynamic duo of Anthony and Joe Russo, screenplay by the other dynamic duo, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely, our heroes here at We Are Marvel. <laughs> well, I mean, we praise them. <laughs> Marcus and McFeely did all three caps. They did mm-hmm. Infinity War and Endgame. Uh, and the Russos did Winter Soldier, Civil War, Infinity War, Endgame. I mean, yeah, I know. It's like, like the what more could you ask quadfecta <laughs> of great. And they've yeah. talked about how they want to come back to do Secret Wars if that ever happens. Which would yeah, just like, be nuts. Give him anything, I'll watch it. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, I, I I have complete faith that they'll do it right or do it well at least. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't they, know if, some might consider it right, but it'll still be done really well and yeah. super entertaining. Yeah, I'll take whatever. Uh, starring the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. No wait, that's later. <laughs> uh, Chris Evans, Robert Downey Jr., Scarlett Johansson, Sebastian Stan, Anthony Mackie, Don Cheadle, Jeremy Renner, Chadwick Boseman in his uh, first appearance in the MCU. Yeah. Paul Bettany, Elizabeth Olsen, Paul Rudd, Emily Van Camp, Tom Holland, in his first appearance in the MCU, Frank mm-hmm. Grillo, William Hurt, and Daniel Brühl. Uh, yeah, and uh, you forgot about Ross, the uh, other Sherlock. Oh. Um, counterpart. Uh, Martin uh, Freeman. Yeah, his first time in the MCU. That's true. A lot of stuff Man, in this huge one. cast. I know. Yeah. Missed one. Released April 12, <laughs> 2016 in Dolby Theaters and May 6, 2016 in the United States. Budget of $250 million. Box office of $1.153 billion. Goodness. <laughs> a, a B. That's so crazy. Yeah. Man. I don't know. In March 2014, Anthony and Joe Russo confirmed that they had signed on to return as directors for a third Captain America film, Winter Soldier released less than one month later. Uh, Marcus and McFeely had been working on the screenplay since late 2013, while the Russos began work in February 2014. The rehiring of the directors three months before the release of Captain America Winter Soldier came as a result of Marvel executives being impressed with test screenings of that film. So it's like, you did such a great job. Don't leave. We have more. Please. This is the best thing we've done. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Then it is. I think it's still, I mean, if the Avengers almost don't count because it's like, you can't fucking top an Avengers movie. It's everybody. 
Okay. Well, I, I mean, you can. You, because it's guess. been done in other places. But sure. But I mean, I like, see what you're saying. For a solo outing, this is like one of the best, if not the best, Winter Soldier was. One of the best, if not yeah. the best, like, ever. It is really. Yeah. It, yeah. Okay. I'll take that because we're counting that we would count this more of, of an Avengers type. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I can agree with that. In an April 2014 interview, Joe Russo described the project as a continuation of the story from Winter Soldier. Quote, what's nice about that the film is that it's a two-parter. There's a journey that the Winter Soldier goes on that isn't complete yet. That month, Marvel announced a release date of May 6, 2016. In July, Marks and McFeely stated that they were midway through the first draft of the film, on which principal photography was expected to begin in April 2015. The following month, they stated that they were looking to make the tone of the film an amalgam of First Avenger and The Winter Soldier, with the Russos likening it to a psychological thriller uh, citing Seven, Fargo, and The Godfather as influences, <laughs> along with Westerns and Brian De Palma films. So, setting the bar up high. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, In August 2014, uh, the film's title was announced... uh, I read that wrong. In August 2014, stated that the film's title would be announced in a month or so at the most, and that the concept and title for the film came from Feige, who had it, quote, for a while. So this was an event that was brewing in Feige's brain skull, for hmm. quite some time. Okay. Okay. Which I feel like even the first time Cap and Iron Man meet each other or like that mm-hmm. little tiff they have when they're being, you know, mind controlled in the helicarrier. Mm-hmm. Like even that gave me Civil War vibes. Cuz at that oh, time yeah, the sure. comic had come out. And I was like that seems like just a littlest nugget of tension that yeah. could be blossomed into something better. Okay. Uh, to do in September, Joe expanded by saying the film would have another quote big idea that alters the universe as a whole in some way, similar to Shield falling in the Winter Soldier. True story. <laughs> uh, the rest of the film, such as the character story and tone, would be left open to the Russos and writers' interpretations. By October 2014, Robert Downey Jr. had entered final negotiations to reprise his role as Tony Stark Iron Man in the film. This was like a whole big uppity-do, because I remember, I think it was Ike Perlmutter was still like putting his fingers in things and screwing stuff up. And he was like, oh, we don't need Robert Downey Jr. We can make these movies without him, (laughs) because Age of Ultron was the end of his contract. Right. And for Civil War, you'd have to re-up, and I think it was Perlmutter, and sorry if it wasn't, but I'm pretty sure it was, and he was (laughs) like, we don't need him for these movies, we're fine on our own, and everyone else was like, yeah, but we need him too, though. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, you're not wrong-ish, but it'd be great if you you are. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Downey was added in order for the film to adapt the 2006-2007 Civil War comic storyline written by Mark Millar, which pitted Iron Man against Captain America. At the end of the month, it was confirmed that Sebastian Stan would return as Bucky Barnes slash Winter Soldier. 
A few days later, Marvel revealed that the film would be titled Captain America Civil War, confirming Downey's appearance and announcing that Chadwick Boseman would appear in the film as Black Panther ahead of his own solo film. Feige also confirmed that the film would be the first in the MCU's Phase 3 slate of films, which is why we're here. Anthony Russo (laughs) stated that adapting the Civil War storyline was not always the intended storyline and direction for the film when the brothers initially signed on to return as directors. Uh, Marcus expanded on this, saying the original concept for a third Captain America film never got to draft. Uh, with Feige at some point telling the writing team to begin adapting Civil War around their original ideas. McFeely also added that despite the shift in direction for the film, the central theme, even the way Zemo is operating, are from that early iteration. Okay. So, so it's they like really they had... haven't... Go ahead. It sounds like they didn't really have an idea, but it wasn't this. Yeah. And I think... Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I have it on here late in later notes but there was like a contingency of if they couldn't get downey to come back they were going to adapt something else that was kind of different but i think would have still used zemo screwing with people still civil war type not just really well it's if i don't if i have it in my notes i'm sorry if i'm repeating myself there's a a story called mad bomb Mm mm-hmm in the Captain America mythos, and essentially this bomb goes off that drives people insane. And, okay. you know, they, there's this mass mob of crazy people just wreaking havoc, and Cap has to stop them. Gotcha. And from what I remember, it was would have been Zemo detonating the mad bomb. Okay. Sorry if like that's in my notes point. later. But oh yeah, obvious. I mean, Civil War is like I think this it, that would have been a much more Cap centric movie. Sure. Yeah, but it's Civil War. Like aside from yeah. this being Avengers three, and <laughs> Infinity War, and Endgame being four and five, like there's really no other way I could have seen this going. Yeah. Uh, in November 2014, Daniel Bruhl joined the cast in an unspecified role, Zemo, while, <laughs> while Anthony Mackie and Frank Grillo were confirmed to return as Sam Wilson slash Falcon and Brock Rumlow slash Crossbones, respectively. Following the November 24 hacking of Sony Pictures computers, which was a super fun couple months, uh, <laughs> emails between Sony Pictures Entertainment co-chairman Amy Pascal and President Doug Belgard, or Bel- Belgrad? whatever, were released stating that Marvel wanted to include Spider-Man, whose film rights are licensed to Sony, and still are, boo, Mm -hmm. in the film, Uh, but talks between the studios concerning this were believed to have broken down. However, good news, in February 2015, Sony Pictures and Marvel Studios reached a licensing deal for the use of Spider-Man in an MCU film. Oh my gosh, which one? Well, reports indicated that the character would indeed appear in Civil War. That's this one. I it twist. <laughs> Holy Weird. moly. I was so fucking stoked. Like, I, I don't I know remember. if we were talking back then or not, but like <laughs> Oh man, I was so jazzed. Yes, we were talking. We were still doing a podcast at that time, I'm pretty were sure. We? I think so. I don't remember. It's all a big blur. I don't remember I'm if we did Civil War on that. I remember we did because and I'll tell you why later, and you'll remember. Okay. Because I remember using this cheesy line that I really oh. thought was pretty clever. Yeah, I, 
Well, I don't remember the line, but I do okay, remember I we did surprised. the. I okay. We did the uh, the dodgeball game, for the, and we picked our team with the. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that episode. We did a dodgeball team. That's hilarious. Yeah, or kickball or something, some something like that. <laughs> I love that. That's a good episode. Go back and listen to that. I don't know what yeah. that's called. Still available wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs> Outwork sidekicks. I think, it is. I think so. Uh, it's still on my feed, I think. All right. Maybe. Or I deleted it because I don't know. I'm going to listen again. Uh, principal yeah. photography began April 27, 2015 in Fayette County, Georgia at Pinewood Atlanta Studios under the working title Sputnik. Other filming locations <laughs> in the Atlanta metropolitan area included the Buckheed District of Atlanta, the Peachtree Christian Church in Midtown Atlanta, downtown Atlanta, including an area near Phillips Arena known as the Gulch, which served as the market in Lagos, Jesus, uh, Norcross, Georgia, Porsche's headquarters in Atlanta at Aerotropolis, Atlanta, which served as the Avengers headquarters in the film, and the Atlanta Civic Center, which served as the IFID, Institute of Infectious Disease, laboratory in Lagos. Uh, The latter's interiors doubled as MIT, and a third part was used for a Berlin location. Holy shirt. They got their money's worth in Atlanta. No wonder yeah, they go yeah. back there like every single time. Yeah. I'm going to take a victory sip after finishing that one. Victory. No, yeah, no, you're right. They did. It, and they did a great job of making it look like all these different places. So, I mean, yeah, props I wouldn't have that. known that if I hadn't no. read that myself. That's yeah. nuts. <laughs> okay. At the end of May, LaRusso Brothers, <laughs> along with Feige and Pascal, held a screen test in Atlanta for six teenage actors that were being eyed for the role of Peter Parker Spider-Man, uh, with the actress testing against Downey and Evans for chemistry. Tom Holland was cast as a character the next month to also appear in a solo film. What? Holland was confirmed to appear in the film in July 2015 by Jonathan M. Goldstein, one of the writers of the solo Spider-Man film, and later by Entertainment Weekly from a set visit. And everybody went, Who? But yay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I do remember that. And I remember saying, people saying, like, yeah, he was in this movie. It was, I think it was the Tsunami movie. I don't remember the name of it. Mm. They're like, yeah, he was really young, but he was really good in it. It's like, okay. Whatever you say. <laughs> I haven't seen said Tsunami movie. Still haven't. I don't think, I, I don't think I've seen Holland in anything but Spider Man roles. I, I watched him in the movie Cherry. He does a good, good job in it. He's. Yeah. I mean, uh, I like yeah, him. I like. I don't. It's nothing against him. I just haven't gotten right. around to it. Well, yeah. Like, I know. Like, what else really is there? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, this was movie Cherry that I just mentioned. But well, and the other thing is, yeah. like, he's Spider-Man like all the time. If you think about it, like, sixteen, he was in this, and then in twenty eighteen, he was in Infinity War. In nineteen, he was in Endgame and Far From Home year of covid and then 21 no way home like yeah he's been I a, mean, he's been busy spider-manning for about four or five years straight yeah and he's going to be an uncharted that's right edge of winter the lost city of z was between civil war and homecoming uh <laughs> and then the Spider-Man. rest is avengers avengers some science fair short, but he oh no, he's still Spider Man. Never mind. <laughs> uh, an Audi thing, which is his name is Walter. He just has a voice for it. Huh. 
Oh, Spies in Disguise. That's right. But it wasn't him. It was just his voice. Yeah. So well, does that really count? Do a little. It's again, still just a effort. Voice. Onward. Just a voice. <laughs> oh, that's right. Onward. I have seen Onward and it's great. Yeah. Uh, the Devil All the Time. I'm not sure what it is, but he was in that. Chaos Walking. Uh, oh, yeah. I, Chaos I heard Walking Chaos was Walking was with... supposed to be good. With Daisy Ridley, okay. right? Yeah. I haven't, I haven't watched it. Sure. And then Cherry, like I mentioned, which she did a good job in. And then, uh, yeah, back to the Spider-Man stuff. And then, he, like you said, Uncharted. So, yeah, you're right. It's, that's all he's done is Spider-Man stuff for the last 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> and he's only in his 20s, so it's even more impressive. It is. Uh, yeah. By the end of June, filming reached the halfway mark, much like this show with production moving to Germany in early August. <laughs> filming locations in Germany included the Olympic Stadium in Berlin uh, and the Z- Leipzig Haley Airport in Schkudetz. Okay. S C H K E U D I T Z. Schkudetz. I think you said it perfectly. (laughs) (laughs) Additional filming also took place in Puerto Rico and Norway and was scheduled to in Iceland. Principal photography wrapped on August 26, 2015. Um, So, there you go. Yes. Now smackblades oh. before we get into the thing. All right. Uh, so it became the highest grossing film of 2016, the fourth highest grossing superhero film of all time, and the third highest grossing film in the U.S. and Canada of 2016 behind Rogue One and Finding Dory. Wow. So wouldn't that make it the... Yeah, okay, third, yeah, okay, I'm with you. Uh, Metacritic, <laughs> which uses a weighted average, assigned a score of 75 out of 100 based on 53 critics. Audiences polled by Cinema Score gave the film an A on an A plus to F scale. So not perfect, but just shy. Okay. Uh, Justin Chang of Variety called it the most mature and substantive. Hmm? That seems like a wrong word. Picture to have yet emerged <laughs> from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. No. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wasn't ready for that uh, answer, but <laughs> you were. <laughs> Go eat some more Icarus. Uh, Critics' Choice Awards: oh Best Action Movie got nominated. Uh, nominated for Best Act- Actor in an Action Movie for Chris Evans, and nominated for Best Actress in an Action Movie Scarlett Johansson. The 2017 People's Choice Awards Fan Favorite Movie Captain America Civil War is nominated. Favorite Action Movie was nominated. Favorite Movie Actor Robert Downey Jr. nominated. Actress Scarlett Johansson nominated. (coughs) Favorite Action Movie Actor Chris Evans nominated. And Robert Downey Jr. won. Uh, Favorite Action Movie Actress Scarlett Johansson nominated. And for the Screen Actors Guild Awards, Outstanding Performance by Stunt Ensemble in a Motion Picture, Civil War was nominated. Hmm. Oh, there's more. Oh, jeez, <laughs> okay. NAACP Image Awards, Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Motion Picture, Chadwick Boseman nominated. Empire nice. Awards, Best Male Newcomer, Tom Holland nominated. Best Thriller, okay. nominated. Best Cap- uh, Costume Design, nominated. Best Visual Effects, nominated. More. Last bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Saturn Awards, and then we'll get into the thing. Best Comic to Film Motion Picture Captain America Civil War nominated. Best Director for the Russos nominated. Best Actor Chris Evans nominated. 
Best Supporting Actor, Chadwick Boseman, nominated. Best Supporting Actor, Scott Johansson, nominated. And they finally win one for Best Performance by a Younger Actor, Tom Holland, won. By a Younger Actor? That's what it's titled? <laughs> That's what it said on uh, Wikipedia. So. <laughs> hey, you're a Younger Actor. <laughs> Here's an hey, award. <laughs> you're not as old as these other fogers. So, you know, why he's not? still not. Man, he's so young. Yeah, I know. Sorry, I got to sign a thing and I had to reply. Anyway, so let's get into... <laughs> what? <laughs> I, just, I have no idea what you're talking about. You got a, a sign to something? Yeah, I still do. Uh, we don't really do ads for it anymore, but I still write articles every once oh, yeah. in a while for com. Go check them out. Uh, I, you know, honestly, I was... Wacky, nerdy news. <laughs> I was curious if you still did or not, and I meant to ask, and here we are. It comes and goes, ebbs and flows, but uh, yeah, I did okay. one earlier, and I just got another one, so... Nice. I'm just going to be busy today. That's fair. I mean, you are. It's not like we're not doing something. True. <laughs> This is a right. thing. Like, it is, you know. It's fun <laughs> yeah. work, but it's still work. Yeah. And I have a, a real job, too. No, those are the worst. Yeah. I know, uh, right? I was writing the article uh, at work, and for those of you that I work with that listen to this, I obviously was not writing the article while I was at work, but I was, and <laughs> I was like, God, it'd be so nice if I could just do this and get paid for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. Uh, we'll get anywho, there. Maybe. So this movie opens with a bang, literally, as Bucky kills the Starks. Yeah. And it was awesome seeing it because they tease it in Winter Soldier. Like, you kind of have to look for it because it's in that right. newspaper clipping. But, you know, I got the Phase 2 box set and the headline article bit is in that box set and hmm. so it's like it's always kind of been in the back of the head and then they show it and i was like oh holy shit they're actually gonna show it right and then for some reason i mean there's a lot going on in this movie obviously but it kind of slipped out of my head and i didn't even think about it the rest of the movie mm-hmm. and then it circles back and yeah. becomes the greatest thing ever but we'll get to that <laughs> when we get to the end yeah it's now, so now for me i mean it, it it I didn't think about it at all. I just thought, okay, that this is, you know, he caused an accident. Hmm. You know, I don't know. This must have been a scientist or someone because you saw him open the trunk and there's some bags of blue gunk. It's like, okay, well, that's why he did it. Clearly, blue gunk is super soldier serum for yes, yes, the, right. The uninitiated. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not always blue, so it is though. <laughs> is it? Yeah, every time. Okay. You you think no, on yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I'm thinking just because you know e- even green, in so his yeah. is green and yeah. even in Incredible Hulk is... gets blue. Yeah, it was blue. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then it got mixed the... with Banner's purple blood, which turned him green or kind of brown. <laughs> yeah. But... Right, okay. Yeah, because yeah, even Steve in his little cocoon shell, mm-hmm. blue, blue, and here blue, blue. I don't think that. Yeah, I mean, I guess yeah. Later, you know, and after the this movie, Falcon, watched, Winter Soldier, Falcon, Winter Soldier, blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think anyone else shows them getting it. I don't think we ever see um, Bucky getting it, do we? No, 
Yeah. And yeah. I bet if we did, it would be blue. Purple. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I thought you were going to switch it up there. No, no, I cannot help myself anymore. <laughs> I uh, was very wrong, and here we are. Cool. Anyways, yes, I didn't. I didn't even put the whole Starks thing together at that point. I, I remember, you know, thinking back the first time watching it. I didn't put that together at all. So I'm just thinking, oh, okay, no big deal. <laughs> he killed some folks. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Then yeah, going back and seeing it, it's like, oh, oh my, <laughs> like my heavens. <laughs> <laughs> my oh me this can't be true <laughs> and it was yeah it was so pretty pretty cool way to start it yeah because you're right you, you just kind of forget about it until you see it and you're like wait this is how this movie started yeah yeah pretty cool stuff man yeah i'm excited like i'm getting goosies just thinking about because like when it clicked in my head the first time i went oh this is what this movie's about okay yeah i mean it doesn't matter. This is all spoilers, so who gives a shit? Yes. And we'll talk about it more later. The whole time I was like, okay, I get Civil War. And in the comics, mm-hmm. it's a little bit bigger because in the comics, there are secret identities, which there aren't really in this except for like Spider Man. Right. And so I was like, how can this break them up? Like, how is this not a five minute conversation that eventually just gets resolved and they go okay well we'll do our own thing you do your own thing and we'll be on the run but it's not really that big a deal right and then the bomb dropped and i went that's what this is that's what's gonna break the team is stark now knows that not only did bucky kill his parents but steve knew about it and didn't tell him yeah it's like that that's what it is yeah, that, that's what breaks a team, and it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, and it, it was even even Zemo's speech. The whole like you know, people have tried to take them out from the outside, and it doesn't work. You know, and even then, like the civilization can be rebuilt because mm-hmm. they're really truly, you know, broken and gone when they're taken from the inside. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, yeah, but what do you have to? What did you do with anything with the Sokovia Accords? Like, like you didn't know that was happening. Yeah, and then then you realize, oh. This is why, yeah, and it's brilliant. Like, yeah. like freaking Zemo is brilliant. He really is. I kind of yeah. wish that he had done more in Falcon Winter Soldier because he's just kind of there. I yeah. wish that he had like had some cool scheme, other than smashing a bunch of bottles. But whatever. Yeah. So we go to Lagos. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, that was one of his goals was to just get rid of. Yeah, as all many super soldiers. You know. I'm not, you know, bashing him too much, but you know, it's yeah. it's not as top tier as his Civil War plan. It's, it's it all is true. Going for. But yeah, very true. <laughs> so Rumlow blows up Lagos. I thought that was really cool. Um, there's been parallels drawn from so like an Age of Ultron when Ultron's talking to the twins, mm-hmm. and he's talking to peter he's like you and i can hurt them but then he turns to wanda he says but you will tear them apart from the inside mm. now originally that's you get in their heads and you know give them a moment yeah to you know kind of question themselves but people on pinterest and the internets have been like but this is kind of what he meant is like her powers are so erratic and unstable that it could cause a problem that then creates the Sokovia Accords. 
which is, I mean, obviously, again, it's, you know, us nerds looking a little too deeply into things that are probably (laughs) just, you know, face level. But if you want to look at it through that prism, it's really cool. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Now, I don't, I don't know if that's quite what he meant, but I could definitely see it that working that way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, it's like he's a super advanced computer. The idea that he kind of crunched the numbers and went like, you are someone who is a lot more powerful than you realize and whatever happens here like you could really screw up their world and then create a tv show called wandavision (laughs) and force a town to be part of it whether they want to be or not maybe if you want i don't know that's just spitballing here if you read it that way yeah if you want to i don't know it's it's hard (laughs) um but it is it is cool i I like the idea of the Sokovia Accords. I think it's a little... It, it's always funny when people compare it to Guardians and it's like, you're a bunch of criminals who saved the planet once and then you're declared heroes throughout the galaxy. <laughs> yeah. But the Avengers have saved the world countless times and they screw up a couple times and it's like, yeah, we're going <laughs> to mandate that you work for us now. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I think about that one. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> but it is how our government would work though oh for sure yeah. like i don't know if that's how space government would work and the guardians <laughs> would just be like oh you're the greatest ever now but <laughs> our government would totally be like yeah you've kind of killed a lot of people yeah and and it this this movie did do a good job of also showing that it was like there are consequences to those kinds of things like you can't just mm-hmm. destroy a whole town or city or whatever and just go back to normal and expect things are fine like there are consequences to this there are repercussions so i thought that, i thought that was a great idea also was to kind of show that like like not we're not just an action movie that just destroys things and oh everything's all better now by the next one mm-hmm. like we're showing you here like we get it there's consequences and there's there's things that have happened that they need to kind of be accountable for so i thought that was also very cool to see yeah, I mean, in the wake of you know the distinguished competition releasing things like Man of Steel, mm-hmm. and the entire city is just demolished, which I still stand as what would happen if two superpowered gods fought in the middle of a bustling metropolitan area. Yeah. But people complained like you know the Avengers blow shit up all the time. They just blew up an entire city in the sky, and then they're high fiving each other yucking it up by the end of the movie he talked about lawn maintenance and it's like that's a fair point like there yeah. there's a point in the, especially the early days where these movies were a touch too light and happy right whereas now they're like okay yeah if this was actually happening these people would be in jail yeah. more than likely and so a nice counterbalance to that is the sokovia accords yeah for sure um, we also get the bombshell of the death of Peggy. Didn't see that coming. I kind of assumed that she had died mid-movies, and it just okay. wasn't really going to be a thing. Yeah, same here. I, mean, almost, I was, almost forgot about her. Yeah, I mean, I was surprised to see her in Winter Soldier. I, was, I mean, yeah. it was a phenomenal moment, and you'll hear me choke up about it you know, in that episode. But I was like, oh, well, I mean, she's super fucking old at this point. Yeah. probably pass in the movie and they'll you know it'll be a throwaway line at best and we'll move on yeah. but i love that we got to go to her funeral mm-hmm. which sounds like it's a weird 
sentence to say. But it's, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Think about it. But yeah. Oh, I'm so glad we got to see yes. her dead. <laughs> I'm glad they gave him that moment and we got to see it. Because that relationship is important. And it emphasizes that. And then when it comes back around in Endgame, spoilers, it's even more poignant. And another thing people pointed to is the guy, one of the guys carrying the casket could be... Back left, yeah. 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 Is it left or right? Anyway, one of the guys, you see the back of his head, and it's just a, an old guy with white hair. Yeah. And the assum- the internet assumption is that Steve. Yeah. And I love the idea. I actually ended up... I do I too. Pause it. I paused it to tell my wife that, and I was like, yeah, it's just a you know rumor. But yeah. I, think it's it's, prob- I think it's really cool. Yeah, because, I mean, in Winter Soldier, they never show the husband they show a picture yep. of her with someone but we never see who it is yeah he does and, yeah we don't see it yeah and it's tough because it's like you wouldn't assume he would think hey that guy looks a lot like me or hey i'm sharing now you look a whole lot like my uncle <laughs> you have a different name because we couldn't call you steve but you look an awful lot like him. Okay. Yeah. Not part of that. But the you're hot, Steve though. part. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make out. <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> it's weird. Um. So the Steve part, I could see. Like he's 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 distraught. You know, he's yeah. not really focused on other people. Really, he's just there focused on on her, and mm-hmm. that's really it. So I can see him him not noticing. But you're right. Sharon probably would have been like. Man, you really look like a younger <laughs> version of my uncle. <laughs> like like uh, a lot. Like a whole yeah. lot. <laughs> yeah. really... but... Actually, how old are you? <laughs> you guys probably were born around the same time. <laughs> I mean, super soldier serum aside, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but it's still great. And she gets yeah. to say a line that's from Captain America in the comics. Um, I didn't write it down and i kind of wish i could have because i'm not going to be able to remember it but mm-hmm. it, it's essentially you know even if everyone around you is telling you that something wrong is something right it's your duty to stand up to them and say no yeah Some, yeah something like that you know yeah no it was and it was a good line i think that really helped steve kind of make his choice in which i, I Obviously, that's what they were doing with the whole line. Mm-hmm. But I I still thought it was great that... And it wasn't just him... Because yeah, it could have been him wondering, am I doing the right thing? Kind of mm-hmm. was hoping that Peggy was around to kind of bump the idea off of... And then Sharon says this, and it's like, okay, I, mean, I think that's perfect. So I am in the right spot. I'm doing the right thing. Hmm. Excuse me. So... <laughs> Both of us at the same time is not good. So jump forward. And by the way, we're just doing talking points. We're not going shot for shot. If you want to see what happens in the whole movie, go watch the whole movie. It's great. It's it's worth another watch. Tell Available right now on Disney Plus. Disney Plus yeah. give us money. You know what I'm doing right now? I'm watching all the Marvel things in timeline order. In timeline order. Okay, nice. Mm-hmm. With the okay. one shots because the one shots are on Disney Plus now. Yes, that's so. Right. Tonight is so, Thor. I'm not okay, very far. I, sure. I started like okay. <laughs> Monday. Okay. So after when you get to Civil War, your next movie is going to be Black Widow, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 
right. Yeah, that one's tough. I was, and it is. It goes. It comes down to the smallest details because Black Panther starts about a week after Civil War because they right. talk about T'Chaka's death being about a week ago. Okay. So it's like it's real fuzzy math. Like you could swap. It's like Thor and Incredible Hulk. You could swap those movies easily. Right. Yeah. And I have like I you could do Hulk last and then do Avengers, or you do Thor last with that tag scene that leads right into Avengers, and they both work. The only reason I'm doing Thor first is because the consultant one shot is after Thor, right? And that ties to the end, well, the pre credits for Hulk, which is that scene in the bar. Okay. Okay, that's right. Yes, because I forgot you were throwing the one shots in there. So I'm trying to think of when a funny thing happened on the way to Thor goes. So that would be before Thor. Okay. Yeah. Because it's there, on the way to Thor. Yeah. But then it was it. So last well, night I, I did Iron Man, Iron Man Two, and then funny thing happened on the way to Thor's hammer. Tonight it'll be Thor. Thor. Uh, Hulk the consultant. Consultant. Oh, Hulk and consultant. You're right. Yeah. And then Avengers. Then item 47. That's right. Okay. And then Iron Man 3, and then I think All Hail the King is the last one. Okay. I Wait, think. where was uh, Agent Carter one? Agent Carter is after the first Captain America, because it takes place in the 40s. It's about a year yeah. after. Yeah. Did, you did you say you watched that yet? Oh, well, that would have yeah, been first that one. That would have been the first one. Duh. Deal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I forgot. I forgot you were doing timeline, not release. So, yeah, because we do release. <laughs> yeah. Now you're doing timeline. All right. Well, that was a fun little tangent we went on. <laughs> I think so. At least it's relevant. <laughs> it was at one point. <laughs> Anywho, so uh, Zemo bombs the UN. Um, right. We get the introduction of T'Challa, and I think I've said this before, and I'm sure I'll say it many times in the future, the second Chadwick came on screen and he started to talk, I went, that is Black Panther. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it was just the sound of his voice or just the writing or whatever, the way he carried himself, but like he yeah. personified Black Panther to me in two seconds. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, that's perfect. Great. You're good. Let's move. It's <laughs> like the first Captain America movie when Chris stands up in that waiting room, you know, the guy's going, a lot of people getting killed over there makes you think twice about going. He goes, nope. And he gets up and he walks to the front of the line. It's like, right, I yeah. get goosebumps thinking about it now. Like, it's, you got it. You figured it out. <laughs> you you win. I trust you. Go ahead. <laughs> Everything you do and say is no perfect. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it was. I mean, it is. It, yeah. No, it really was. Jumping yeah. on the grenade. Fucking, uh Love yeah. it. Go listen to that episode. A ton of fun hearing me gush about how much I love Captain America. It's something. Yeah. <laughs> no, go give it a listen. It is good. Yeesh. It's a fun one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting the bombing. I wasn't expecting... Because no, yeah, I, yeah. I knew T'Chaka had to die in order for Black Panther to become Black Panther. In the comics, I think, at least in the cartoons I've watched... Um, T'Chaka was Black Panther. That's part of being king, is you're the Black Panther. Right. 
So in the movies, they do it a little different. Where I think he was already the Black Panther. I think so. Because yeah. he's like their lead warrior. Yeah. But then he becomes king. Yes. And I could be wrong. Correct me, internet, because you're that's, good at that. That's the way I I took it also. So yeah. We'll fight so, you. And then you'll win because we're tired and we don't want to fight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're Marvel lovers, not Marvel fighters. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it was a cool way to introduce the character, and it made sense. I think it makes a lot more sense, unfortunately, than the introduction of Spider-Man, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, okay. Yeah, that's fair. And it, it fit. It was like, okay, it's the UN, Lagos, and Wakandan, whatever's were there doing a goodwill mission and shit, and they died too, yeah. and it's like, okay, that... That folds him in well. Yeah. And then, well, we'll we'll get to that in a second. I only have one more thing before we get to the Peter Parker thing anyway. So, I wanted to talk more about this, but Winter Soldier being activated by Zemo. Yeah. And taking on everybody in that cafeteria was really fucking cool. It really was, yeah. It was so cool. Um, Because... It was so much build up to that, like all these reasons of, of where you, we saw Zemo and like, you know, we're wondering what's he up to, what's he up to? And he's asking about this certain date and he's, at, and then he finds this book and we're like, okay, well now we know what the book's about because there was a flashback. Mm-hmm. And then, then we're like, okay, but you know, what's he going to do still? Then we find out, oh, this, this room he was in was actually the psychiatrist and, and like all these little pieces finally get put together to figure out Zemo's puzzle, but not, not, not quite. At, yeah. Like it makes sense yet because we don't see that until later, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's just like it's. I just love those little nuggets of like slowly making sense. Like, oh, okay, this is part of his plan. This is part of his plan. I love that stuff. Well, and at this point, we don't even know his name. Like, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I assume I knew who he was playing beforehand, but I don't remember. But as an audience, like they don't call him Zemo yeah. until the end. That's right. So, I mean, even as a comic fan, if, if you went into this blind and didn't know who Brule was playing. No, I think he does say his name once. Does he? I think so. Is, does he ask, does he say it when he's, I think he does when he's interrogating the guy in the sink. I think he asks. Like, oh, who yeah, yeah, yeah. He says yeah. Zemo. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Never mind. I'm dumb. Never mind okay. the thing I said. But anyway. <laughs> Shut the show down. We're done. I quit. I'm not as good as I thought. I um, honestly I didn't actually watch the the movie before taking the notes. This is all off memory Ever. and Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, he's never seen this movie. Ever. Yeah. I'm just assuming that this is the stuff that happened and that this is how I would feel about it uh if I were to ever watch it. But I'm hoping in a couple weeks during my timeline watch, I'll get to it. Or I'll just skip it. It's like, I'm already talking about it. Why watch it? It's fine. Yeah, what's the point of watching it? You've yeah, already, you've already, already know what happens. Yeah, and you're telling me what happens. The stuff that I obviously didn't see. Jerk. Yeah, this is the one thing you didn't remember. Or no, I mean. Yeah. Oh, I didn't put that on Wikipedia. But it's cool. It's an awesome fight. I love every time they... Like, the way... From Winter Soldier, the way they have Cap and Bucky fight this frenetic, fast-paced... Like, it's not as cool as the street fight in Winter Soldier. But it's still pretty fucking cool when he just slams him against the elevator and throws him down the elevator shaft. And Cap's holding Uh, on to the fucking helicopter. Oh, yeah, that was That was badass. It really is. 
And and I love I know he's just not looking over at his bicep, but just the way he does kind of look <laughs> over because like, he's he's holding it one way, hand on yeah. top, and he switches to hold on the bottom, and, then he, mm-hmm. and it kind of looks like and he looks over like, damn, that's a bicep, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I agree, but focus up, so man. Good at this, yeah. Captain America. <laughs> yes, Captain America's bicep. <laughs> No, but it was great. I'm going to think and, of that every time I don't watch this movie from now on. It's Captain America's bicep. Because he does. It While is I'm a great bicep. My, my Icarus, I'm going to think about Oh, my God. Shut up. <laughs> uh, but I did love the fight. I actually really liked um, Black Widow's fighting in this. Like, She really seemed like she was hitting these people as hard as she could. I think like, she was. It, <laughs> she might have been. But I don't know, for some reason, like, it just looked really cool, just the way she'd, like, run into people and, like, just, like, stick a knee up, and it's like, there's mm-hmm. a knee to your sternum that hurts. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it's just like, <laughs> I thought that, like, so, not just hers, but I mean, everyone's was really cool, but I don't know, for some reason, hers kind of popped out a lot when I watched yeah. it again last night. The only shot that has always kind of bugged me, and I think it's because I'm trying to put more emphasis on it than there should be, <laughs> but when T'Challa and Bucky are fighting... In the office, you know, area and shit. Mm-hmm. And I think it's Bucky holds on to T'Challa's arm or is about to like, it looks like T'Challa's about to grab Bucky, but he stops. And yes. there's like this really close emphasis on his hand and his ring. And they look at each other. Yeah. And I know. Like, what does that mean? mean? Yeah. Like, it seems like the vibranium and the metal from his arm are reacting to each other I, yeah and I, and I actually saw something about that that it's some sort of metal that's from um the comics and that's you know just a guess that people have made because mm. yeah it's not a vibranium arm which you might no. have thought oh vibranium is directed with vibranium but that happens yeah. later no because his yeah, arm I, gets blowed off and that wouldn't happen with vibranium <laughs> yeah so I, I i thought the same thing again even watching it last night i was like what like that doesn't get explained no because there is a deliberate focus on the arm and the ring and all that and it's yeah. why yeah and i don't i don't know and it never will be it's just that's the, the one thing about this movie like every time i see it I go what does that mean yeah oh, what, why did you do that like it's just a weird choice yeah in an otherwise stellar movie anyway uh the next thing talking about weird choices tony finds peter <laughs> parker on youtube um yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, fine. The thing is, like, they had to have a contingency of, like, there was a version of the script with Spider-Man and one without. And so it's like, you okay. kind of have to have it be a quick, here's how I found you, uh, but I didn't find you, so it didn't, doesn't matter. But, right. Fucking YouTube, really? And well, then I, he was able to track him down? Like, I get it. Now, does but... he say, I found you on YouTube? I know he shows the clips from YouTube. But does no, he say? No, okay. I mean he doesn't really even say how he found him. It's just kind of implied that he found these footages, you know, this footage on YouTube, right? And then was able to like backtrack and figure out who he was. I mean, I, I think the thing missing is how do you get from YouTube sensation to I'm in your bedroom right now? Yeah, and I. Yeah, during a little research, I I found some people's, you know, guesses. Uh, no. One is is they, 
he sent out one of his tracker drones and found yeah. Spider-Man and then just followed him back to see where Spider lives. And That's what Green Goblin did to f- figure out his secret identity. So, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, so I was like, okay, yeah, sure. And I was like, I, all these are just going to be guesses. Like, no one's going to yeah. have a great answer and, that I'm And at like, this point, it doesn't matter. And Tony's dead. Yeah. Spoilers. So, I mean, we're never going to f- figure it out unless yeah. Peter has some, you know, reflective moment. And Yeah. But yeah, some AI is like, this is how uh, Tony actually found you when he first yeah. found you. Yeah. But <laughs> at that this point, po- it'd be like, okay. Yeah. It's like, okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> About yeah. six years late, but all right. <laughs> and it's it's just one of those dumb things. And the other thing is that it's followed up by one of my favorite scenes in the movie, which is them talking about Uncle Ben without talking about Uncle Ben. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you put this in there because I want to talk about this too. Yeah, it's it's the perfect way of doing the with great power line without doing it. Yeah. And now that we've seen some of the things we've seen since, no spoilers, it works even better. Hmm. Kinda. I yeah. I don't know. Maybe not better, but I mean, it's still. It's. I'm glad that they didn't just go for the line. Right. Are you going to say the line that you're talking about? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I and, keep following pins and needles here. <laughs> so in this, they say, when you can do the things that I can and you don't, and then the bad things happen, they happen because of you. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's a great line. It yeah. is, yeah. I mean, that's the, the best way of doing with great power comes great responsibility without saying those kind of almost at that point cliched lines because we just heard them said to Andrew Garfield like two years earlier. (laughs) Four if you count from the first movie. Right, yeah. Like, it's such a cool way of kind of shoehorning that in and all of us in the know go, yes, I get it. But it's interesting, like I wish we could talk about it, we can't, that it's not quite what I thought it was at the time, okay. but it still works. Okay. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I'm not going to go deeper because of spoilers, but like you get like oh. it, I thought it meant one thing happened, right. but it didn't or it did, but just not in the way that I thought. Yeah. I maybe know. I'm confusing myself with my back ass or logic, but if I think I know what you're talking about, but without just saying it, I don't know if I know what you're talking about, but I think I do. Yeah. And All yes, right. You make a good point. Um, another, but I do want a little more on that. Again, I saw another uh, a post saying that the thing that even that t- those words really even affected Tony. In that, um, I guess spoilers for Endgame. Sure, yeah. um, he sees a picture of um, of him and Peter, and it, and a lot of people think you know well he's remembering Peter. And which, yeah, he probably is, but I. some people were saying that maybe he's even remembering this line of him saying, hey, when you can do something and you don't, then it's really your fault. Yeah. And and Tony not even being able to figure this out, this whole time travel thing, but not, then really it's his fault that they can't yeah. fix this. So, I, mean, I thought I thought I was like, I like that. That's Yeah, I'll yeah, think maybe. about that next time I watch Endgame. Yeah. Like, that, that's an interesting layer to put into it. Yeah. And that's what we're all about. Finding Layered butters. We are. I, and that's the thing. Like, I feel dumb sometimes 
less so now, but I used to feel dumb like liking these movies so much. But, huh. you know, if you invest in it and really kind of look at it from an artistic point of view and mm-hmm. see the depth in these movies, there is a lot of depth in these movies. Oh, yeah. And, there definitely is. Like, yeah. like there, yeah, there are times where these movies hit me harder than you would think they would. And and I, I think that is just because that's nostalgia and just yeah. we're so into this world and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, so and they always find these clever ways of backpedaling and making you go, oh, this is more important now. You know, six movies down the line, like Thor: The Dark World's not yeah. great, but after watching Endgame, the death of his mom is going to hit so much harder because of that scene in Endgame. Right, yeah. That's true. Man. These movies. Speaking of deep moments, the airport battle. Yeah. Like. This is so cool. It really. Like, I remember seeing this and going, how can they top this? This is just amazing. Holy shit. And it's the great thing about, you know, they talked about it in the first Avengers movie is like, whenever you see your heroes meet in the comics, you always want them to fight each other because you want to see who would win. Yeah. And, you know, they're kind of doing it at half speed so they don't kill each other. Mm-hmm. But, like, we finally get to see this epic team fight each other. And it's fucking amazing. And Spider-Man's there for the first time. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, no, if it, there was ever a movie to introduce Spider-Man, it's fucking Civil War. Because, yeah. wow. Yeah. It is. It, it is so cool. And. It, and you're right. Some people are definitely pulling punches, and it's even called out at one point mm-hmm. for some of them. But but some of the bigger, power, more powerful ones like Vision, he could have done so much more. But yeah. again, they're not they're not trying to kill each other. They're just trying to detain know, each just, other. Yeah, detain each other. Just trying to prove their point. Like, yeah. but it's hard when you're just punching someone. Yeah, it's like in yeah. a tough spot that they're in, but they have to be in it. Well, that's, I mean, that's yeah. how action movies are. It's like, we prove our point with guns and punching. <laughs> like, that's, you know, yeah. point one, boom, point two, bang. Yeah. And, and I really like, even before they fought, how Tony was just, I, I don't know why I noticed it more this time, but he was just trying so much harder to, like, not fight and just, like, like just, he's like, I'm trying not to break us up here. Yeah. Like, just trying to do everything he can, but he's like, okay, I could, like, I've You're tried, I've tried talking. Yeah, so I just I really liked the the acting that Tony did in this one. I guess Robert did in this one. But yeah, it was Tony. Yeah, it is. It's really. the same thing. <laughs> well, that's a, yeah. you know, it's it's interesting because in the comics, like I fully supported Cap and what he was all about. In this, it's a little murkier. Like I want to support Cap because it's fucking Captain America and it's his movie. Mm-hmm. So you kind of go into it assuming he's right. Even if nothing else, it's his movie, so you assume that he has the most valid point. But right. it's like, God, they kill a lot of people. Like, <laughs> they've they've done some stupid shit, and it's like, maybe... But then you see Cap's point, and I guess we could have talked about this when we talked about the actual chords, but it's like, that they're both very valid. And they are. I, I agree with both of them, really. Yeah. I Yeah, and I think that was the great thing. Like, if... If one was more obvious than the other, then it, I think it would not have been as good. Because yeah. you would have just been like, like, I don't understand why that guy's arguing for that. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's but clearly both, this. 
Yeah, but they both do make sense. Like, they both have their good reasonings about them, which is why I think it works so much better than than it would if one side made more sense than the other. That's why I like, you know, and we didn't talk about it, but the scene when they are arguing the points before we find out about Piggy dying. Because mm-hmm. they all kind of lay out their version of the truth. It's like, yeah, but if we aren't allowed to do what we need to do, then people are going to die because we can't help them. And mm-hmm. people with agendas are going to go, well, we don't want you fighting this because that's it. it's in our best interest to not let you go there. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's true. that's one of the main reasons that I pick Cap's side. Yeah, was for that kind like, of stuff. Yeah, they yeah, and that's the thing. It's like they are at the end of the day, they're fighting for what's right. They're fighting to save people's lives, and mm-hmm. politics don't enter into it. Yeah, like yes, they they still need to be accountable for their choices, which I think even even Cap says, yeah, he agrees. Yeah, but I think they need to be the ones that are able to make those choices. Yeah. I I think that's again what he's trying to say. Yeah. Um, so Rhodey gets shot in the chest by a vision blast, which was cool. I wish it hadn't been in the trailers. Oh yeah, that him falling. That was one of those. Like I was wondering if they were gonna kill him, but right. Well, we knew it was coming. I'm kind of glad they didn't. Just not because he's you know it's fucking Don Cheadle and armor wars looks <laughs> like it'll be really cool, but yeah. There was part of me that at the time was like, oh, it'd be really cool if they killed one of the Avengers in this. To just, like, a fucking Avenger died because of what happened here. But yeah. I think it would have brought them back together. Like, okay. after Sorry. thinking about it, I would have been, it would have been like, oh shit, this is getting out of hand. One of us just died. Mm. Like, let's let's figure this out and right. take a breath here. Right, let's find some mutual ground. Yeah. but yeah. And yeah, he was seriously injured, but more or less he was fine. And by the time that even happened, Cap was off, you know, doing his thing with Bucky. And he wouldn't have been able to turn around if he wanted to. Yeah. But. Yeah, sir. So, we get to Siberia? Yes. Oh, Siberia. And I remember, I don't watch these movies. I just talk. Right. Oh, right, right. Okay. <laughs> I wrote it in my notes, but my eyes were down at my next bullet point, and I got lost. <laughs> anyway, so this whole time we're thinking, okay, so Zemo is trying to get to Siberia to unlock these other super soldiers because we find out when Bucky is detained that there are other super soldiers out there. Yeah. And we're like, okay, so this is the thing. Like, we're going to have super soldier assassins running amok, and we have yeah. to stop them before they get loose and, you know, kill a bunch of innocent people, which is awesome yeah. anyway. Like, that's a classic yeah. Cap thing. It's essentially what Falcon Winter Soldier is, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's awesome. Like, I liked it, you know. Yeah. But I love that this movie completely turned itself on its head and went, you know, like we talked about earlier, this is the repeating myself part of the show. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe I didn't see it coming that the the crux of this is in the opening of the movie. And yeah. I knew what the opening was, too. Yeah. Is what's crazy. <laughs> like, I was so swept up in this 
experience that the opening thing that I picked out more than anybody else in the theater probably did. Right. I forgot. <laughs> Which is, I'm sure, exactly what they wanted, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, two, you know, two and a half hours long. Like, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah. You have, you have yeah, time to probably forget. a two-hour mark, yeah. 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 But... And yeah, there's there's so much other stuff just building up and building up, and and they're pretty Brody much just leading you. Yeah, and they're leading you this way of of oh hey Zemo's going there because there are these five super soldiers like so you're thinking okay this is the plan so yeah. now they have to go stop this and if nothing and else yeah. I mean they don't expressly say it's the Starks in the opening I just assumed that's no. what that was and yeah. you see the serum. So it's like, okay, he was stopping or he was obtaining serum for these other soldiers, which is true. But, yeah. you know, you don't put together that it's the Starks. The only clue you have really is that opening uh, thing at MIT that... Barf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> sets Mysterio off the rails. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, but even then, like, you... Like, you could put it together, but hmm. why would you? Yeah. You know, why would you put, oh, there, Bucky just caused an accident. You know, not too long later, he's talking about his parents died not mm-hmm. long after that, and it was close to Christmas, which is December. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you put, like, oh, well, clearly, they <laughs> were in that car, you know? I did. Like, you wouldn't. And then I forget. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you would, but no one else would. Yeah. And it's fine. Mm-hmm. Because when it man. drops, I mean, look, my heart sank, and I yeah. just went, "Oh my god, this is what this is! Like, this is what is gonna break the Avengers." And I get it. Yeah, yeah, and I love it. Yeah, I, I did. I mean, it's brilliant. Yeah, because it's such an emotional ride, and I think, not to shit on the distinguished competition, but that same year we saw two other super people fight for mm. reasons. That were resolved in a very stupid way. Yeah. I and actually thought of that reason when <laughs> when Bucky was locked up. His mom's name was was it Sarah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "Cool, what's your mom's name?" <laughs> you can make up now. Uh, and aside sorry. from that movie not being well made, the reason it doesn't stick is because we don't have any connection to those characters. Yeah. Really. Whereas with we this, almost, like, we've seen, at that point, it was 2016, so four years of half a dozen movies or so with mm-hmm. these characters in the same universe and knowing each other and dropping names in each other's movies, working together in Avengers's, and it's just like you see... That I kind of wish there had been like a third Avengers movie that wasn't this to see right. them, but I think Age of Ultron is that it's the the example of the Avengers as this well oiled machine that just works. Whereas one was them putting it together, two was them broken apart, and four is them coming back. Okay. Like, so it's like it works, and I'm not complaining, but like we have that connection so that when you see these two fall apart, it's crushing. Yeah. Yeah. And the fight's fucking amazing. It really is. It's so good. I, I, yeah. That's, and I, and I mean, almost, I give props to Iron Man mm-hmm. slash Tony, you know, for 
dealing with two freaking super soldiers. Like, yeah. And I know they're they're probably not going their hardest at first because, you know, obviously Cap goes harder later on. Yeah. But still, like, he's holding his own. Mm-hmm. And I, I know he's in a iron suit and all that, but still, like he's just like, a it's dude. Impressive. Yeah, he's just he's just a dude playing just... another dude. <laughs> Nice. Hey, you did get it, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while, but yeah, I got it. Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's just, it's fantastic. And when Cap is like, we have to just stop him, and he kind of just goes off the rails and starts beating the shit out of him and breaking the armor off of him, and he slams the shield into his arc reactor. Yeah. Like, there was a, a point where I thought maybe he was going to, like, seriously injure Tony. Yeah, like it, I started the fight thinking Cap was going to die because that's what happens in the books. But at the <laughs> right. end of the fight, I'm going, "Holy shit, is he going to kill Tony?" Like they brought right. yeah. Downey back for this one movie to get him, you know, like okay, I'll do this one more and then I'm done. Right. But yeah. obviously that so, didn't happen so, either. Yeah, yeah. No, that's I could see that you thinking that yeah because because yeah at the end like you said at the end of Civil War in the comic. Cap dies, but at the end of mm. this, Iron Man dies. Like just as yeah, switched just up on even again. Yeah, it was, but it was. It was an intense fight, and I, I loved it. And, and just yeah, just even the whole you know that shield. My dad made that shield, and, you mm-hmm. and just the way he drops in. And man, it's just it's such an awesome fight. Like, yeah. I loved it. I, yeah. yeah, it's it's in my top fights for sure. Uh, and that's pretty much it. You know, I, all the, my last few bullet points are pretty much all the things we already covered. Um, right. and we have Black Panther followed them to Siberia and I do like his interaction with Zemo. Excuse yeah. me. And, you know, realizing that Bucky was, you know, being controlled and it, you know, he, he was a victim he wasn't, you know, because he and Black Panther had a bunch of duels throughout the movie that we didn't really talk about. Yeah. They were but, great there. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, he, Chadwick was just perfect as Black Panther. Like, it can't be said enough. Just yeah. the suit looked great. His fighting was great. The acting was great. Yeah. And like, I th- if I, I talk I, about it too much more, I'm just going to get sad that it's, we're not going to see it again. Uh, I know. No, we're not going to talk about that, though. Um, <laughs> I do want to mention, yeah, I, I'm glad you brought up the uh, the end with Zemo, where, where he just kind of explains, like, like why he kind of did what he did. It's because mm-hmm. of his, he lost his family in the battle at yeah. Scovia, and even though he thought they were far enough away, he didn't. And so he, this is just a guy that has nothing left yeah. and is ready to just end himself. And, and I even like the line where um, Black Panther stops, stops himself shooting um, the people of the living or whatever you said are not yeah. done with you. The living or is not done yeah, with you. The living are not done with you yet. Yeah, I was like, I, I didn't I watch really the like movie that line. <laughs> <laughs> you probably read it. Yeah, I probably did. <laughs> no, I just I love that that line. It's a great line. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just it's such a a beautiful scene, and you see Black Panther, you know, set his helmet down on the snow because it's yeah, you retract know, the, his claws. And yeah, and he just kind of is talking to him. And it's like, okay, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what's the deal? <laughs> yeah. And his like, was, points are valid. I mean, he's talking about yeah. how many people have tried to take down the Avengers, but, you know, an empire that rots from the inside 
is gone forever. Yeah. And he's not wrong. Like, (laughs) and it really kind of was the only reason they really came back is because something even bigger happened. If Thanos hadn't done what Thanos did, they'd still probably be apart. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Yeah. And then, of course, it ends with the jailbreak, uh, getting Cap's buddies out of jail, which was cool. (laughs) So the the post-credits tee up our next couple fun movies for Phase 3. Cap freezing Bucky and Wakanda, which was great. Yeah. This this is, uh, I think, where I brought in my cheesy line of, he's no longer the winter soldier, but the winter shoulder. I don't know if you remember that. Vaguely. I see. He, I think I repressed He just has a shoulder yeah, left. Right. His arm was, was shot off, so he just has a shoulder. So the winter shoulder. So what's cool about this scene... went about scene, that good last time. What's cool about this scene is it's our first kind of glimpse at what Wakanda's going to be like. Oh, yeah, yeah. The coolness of their tech, and then you get that cool... I assume that's Bast, or maybe it's just a cool big panther... But that statue outside, and you don't, it's all misty and foggy, so you don't get to see what Wakanda's going to look like. But it totally gets you jazzed for what Wakanda yeah. is going to look like. And I forgot that we don't get Black Panther for so much longer after this movie. Two years? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. In, in movie world, that is, it is a while. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking, oh, that's right. It's, you know, it's got to be like a couple after this. Because we just and introduced him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it, but even then, it's... it's yeah, I mean, I know, there's three or four after. Yeah, because after this is your next one, Doctor Strange. And then there were yeah. three movies in 2017. So, about four movies yeah. later. We'll yeah. get to Black Panther and what? I'm not going to do it again. June, <laughs> July. In October again. Yeah, they're all every, coming out in October. Yes, every, we're gonna take a break for nine months, and we'll come back eight months. We'll come back and do them all in October. Oh, yes, yes, can't wait. Yeah, and then the post post credits is Peter with his spider signal in his uh, web shooters, which was awesome. Yeah. I thought because in the comics he actually has a spider signal, like a, a spider face light that comes out of a light in his belt. And it was, I assume it was a nod to that. We never see it again, because it never shows up in any of the other movies. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But it was really kind of cool to be like, he's fucking Spider-Man. We have Spider-Man in the MCU. Yeah. Like, we didn't really stop. We kind of spent too much time bitching about it. But that, (laughs) just the fact that we have Spider-Man in the MCU was something I never thought would happen. Oh, I know. Yeah. Why would Why would Sony ever give it up? You know, because yeah. they make so much money off of it. And the and reason why to... is because they made two stinkers in a <laughs> row, and they needed uh, help. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's I'm, what's... Yeah, I'm so glad it happened there. Because huh. Amazing Spider-Man Two was 2014. The first nice. Amazing Spider-Man movie was 2012. It came out the same summer as Avengers. Okay. So. Man. I mean, there's different paths. <laughs> I know, and that's the thing. Like to go in less than two years from having its own, and they were gonna do Sinister Six movie, Amazing Spider-Man three, and all this wacky shit that sounded yeah. terrible. And they went, okay, we can work with you and make money. Okay, let's let's just do yeah. that instead. <laughs> right. Oh man, I love it though. Yeah, 
I'll, I'll I, take I'd still, I'd, three more, please. Still Thank take, you. Yeah, right. I'd still take full control for the MCU because I, I, I'm curious, you know, how much Sony is hindering them. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll take what we can get at this yeah. point. So far, I mean, they've been three for three, great for great yeah. for great. Sure. So sure. as long as it keeps on going, and Venom is officially not connected to the MCU, win. <laughs> So, some fun fact Easter eggs, because Jeremy can't tell the difference, and then we'll get the hell out of here. Hey, you got them split, buddy. Yeah, because I know what they are. Uh, the Russos <laughs> revealed that had negotiations with Downey to appear in the film failed, they would have used the Mad Bomb storyline from the Captain America comics. That sounds vaguely familiar. <laughs> uh, which was eventually used as a plot point in the first season of Agent Carter, which I did not realize. Uh, the premise for the film would have been centered on Zemo detonating the Mad Bomb, which would turn hordes of people into berserkers to present a physical threat to Captain America while still pitting heroes against each other as some would be zombified due to the Mad Bomb to satisfy an emotional component for the film. Hmm. Interesting. That would have been cool, okay. but I'll take Civil War. Uh, executives at Marvel Entertainment balked at the idea of Captain America and Iron Man coming to blows at the end of the film and one of the Avengers to unite to fight Zemo and the super soldiers at the Hydra base in Siberia instead. Wrong. Uh, the Russos <laughs> uh, were not happy with this idea, with Joe Russo saying, quote, there's nothing interesting about that film. True. We're not here to make that movie. We're not interested in telling another superhero story, unquote. Feige supported the Russos, who were going to leave the film if the changes were mandated on them. Good job. I'm, I love that they stuck to it that much yeah. it was well, still the it right just, choice clearly yeah and it set a tone like it showed like we're gonna we're willing to do anything right like you think you know these movies but you don't anymore that's what i'm loving <laughs> about phase four and why i'm championing eternals as much as i can because it's like you think you know what a comic book movie is but you don't right there's more we can do than just straightforward you know capes yeah. and cowls yeah. Uh, Nate Moore stated that Fury was not included because, quote, he didn't add anything to the Civil War story they were telling, while Marcus stated that they did not want him to choose any particular side because that's not his place in the universe. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I think, like, it would have been, like, the dad coming in and saying, he's right, you're wrong, and then we would automatically pick a side. Right. Stay at it, Dad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Feige revealed that Hope Van Dyne slash the Wasp uh, was in an original draft of the film after receiving the Wasp costume at the end of Ant-Man, but was cut because, quote, there are so many characters in Civil War that we didn't want to do her a disservice. True fair. And I think Peyton Reed kind of fought for, like, you're doing giant man before I can, which is why his mm. giant man is even more giant man. Okay. <laughs> Let me be the first to show Wasp, because otherwise, okay. why am I making this movie? Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Downey felt of all the actors he tested with Holland brought a gravitas and confidence to be able to take on the mantle of portraying Spider-Man. Okay. Uh, John Watts, director of Spider-Man Homecoming, was on set for the filming of Spider-Man scenes in order to, quote, see what they were doing with it, and that informed where we eventually took it. True story. 
Uh, Captain America Civil War was the first film to use IMAX's digital 2D cameras. Okay. In September 2015, Mark Ruffalo, who plays Bruce Banner slash Hulk in the MCU films, stated that his character was originally in the Civil War script, but was removed due to the end of Age of Ultron, as Marvel did not, quote, want to reveal where he is and why in this film. Good. Good. Yeah. I like that. It was a nice line from Ross to be like, you know, if I lost two megaton nukes, there'd be consequences. Like, we technically have no idea where Thor and Banner yeah. are right now. They could be anywhere. Yeah. But I saw, I did see online also that they were like, but you, you did with when you lost Banner. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what you did. And also and you, you, when you created Emil Blonsky. Like yeah. You created a bomb and then just set them loose in the city. <laughs> yeah. yeah so, now you're Secretary that. of State. So, I mean, what consequences is there really? Uh, last one before some Easter eggs. Black Panther director Ryan Coogler contributed some dialogue for Black Panther in several scenes during reshoots. Cool. All right. Now we're into some Easter eggs according to Justin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Damon Potier. Uh, who was supplied the first appearance of Thanos in the mid-credits scene of The Avengers, was one of the goons in the opening Lagos chase and fight sequence. Oh yeah, I do remember that. We talked about that at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, though they never used the name, Brock Rumlo dons his comic crossbones paint across his chest. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And although it's not spoken aloud, <laughs> the credits confirm Alfred Woodard is a woman named Miriam. Alfrey. I said Alfred. <laughs> Alf- How do you pronounce her first name? I assume it's Alfrey. Okay, Alfrey could Woodard, be wrong. Uh, as a woman. Yeah, we both are now. Uh, as a woman named Miriam. Almost certainly a reference to Miriam Sharp, one of the most outspoken supporters of the Superhero Registration Act from Civil War comic arc. Cool. Um, Vasily Karpov who is Gene Farber, is the Soviet officer who oversees the Hydra program just as he was in the comics. Perfect. In her eulogy for Aunt Peggy, uh, Sharon offers a saying and philosophy that she learned from her in Captain America's line from the pages of Amazing Spider-Man number 537. And it's actually a passage written by Mark Twain. That part I did not know. Oh. And I think that Amazing Spider-Man it takes place during Civil War in the comics. Oh, cool. Uh, Ant-Man riding on Hawkeye's arrow was taken from the cover of Avengers number 223. Yeah, it's very cool. And the real Dr. Uh, Theo Bussard was Joe Russo, one of the film's directors, who previously appeared as Nick Fury's personal physician in The Winter Soldier. I thought it was, but then I was like, no, they're not going to use him because he's also in, uh, I think he's in Endgame, right? Yeah. Is he in a therapy session? I was like, mm-hmm. So now he's back from the dead? <laughs> but I thought it looked like him. But I thought, ah, oh, no, it's not. <laughs> and I but it is. So, okay. <laughs> I'll have to pay attention to Infinity War. I don't think he's in anything Infinity War because there aren't any, like, civilians, really. All right. Okay. But yeah, he, he is in the other three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last one. Then we're done. We'll get the hell out of here. When the former Avengers have been imprisoned on the raft, Tony Stark's visit. Uh, Tony Stark's visit is greeted with mock applause from Clint Barton, alerting his fellow cellmates that the futurist has arrived. Clint is taking a clear shot at Tony uh, 
at Stark's ego, claimed knowledge of where the future is headed, and seeing what uh, outcomes are most likely, since things have started going much, much worse than he imagined. But it also happens to be the title of Robert Downey Jr.'s debut music album, released in 2004. <laughs> that's Which I didn't hilarious. know existed. <laughs> I didn't either. Well, that's really funny. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that was fun. Yeah. All right. Um. So that's it for this episode. But it next is. episode, we are going to be talking about our favorite fights. What? Yes. Now, I got a question for you. Are we going to do our favorite fights thus far? So, if so, beginning uh, from Iron Man leading mm. all the way through up to Civil War, or are we going to continue movies after? Let's do after. Okay. Let's do it all. Because, I mean, at this... Yeah. Let's do it all. Just for fun, please. Okay. I mean, right. I suppose we could do a part one and two, but... I don't want to. Yeah. We're not really in the mid. Well, we're pretty close to the mid, actually. Yeah. There's 112 movies in phase three, so yeah. we'll get there. <laughs> All right. So that's what we're going to do next episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a, a quick little, um, probably, it'll probably be a shorter episode. Yeah. But I think we're going to squeeze in two. So but they'll be released gonna, a week apart, so it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So just a little something to tide you over until mm-hmm. we get, until get back to a full length one. It's going to be, it's going to be strange, real strange. There. But yeah. So until then, um, if you guys can share this episode, share another one that you think someone would like, do it right now. It'd be really nice. Like right now, like just go to your, Thanks. you know, whatever you listen to, share, boom, send it to your friends, family. I don't care. Send it to somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you want to get a hold of us, we are on all the social medias. We are Marvel Pod. Uh, you can email us. We are Marvel Pod at gmail dot com. Our website is we are Marvel Pod dot com. You guessed it. Very good. Sweet. That's got links to all that stuff, including our T Public store, mm-hmm. where you can go buy whatever you want. There's some Get cool some stuff on there. And if you have a great idea for a licorice shirt or Icarus shirt, I'm sorry, I can't even God. get my own mistake right, <laughs> which is pretty on par, up I guess. The screw up. Hey, that's that's perfect for me. So yeah, if you guys have an idea for that, that'd be uh, hilarious and awesome. So send that in. Yeah, for sure. There's plenty of ways to get it to us. Yeah, and we might actually make it. We can yeah. put designs on our T-Bublic stuff. So if you come up with a cool yeah. design for an Icarus shirt. Yes, actually, you know what? If you come up with a great design and we pick your design, I will personally send you a shirt of yeah. that. Yeah, so. for free. Yeah, I'll do it. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Um. So yeah, just get a hold of us all those ways. Um. I think that's it for this week. I think so. All right, guys, until next time, thank you for listening. I've been Jeremy. And I've been Justin. Bye. Grab that Icarus. Bye. (laughs) Well played.